0: Welcome y'all back to the Zachary Wingate Podcast. This is episode 8. I can't believe we already got a week in the books. Covered a lot of great stuff this week. I felt like I'm starting to get the vibe for sure. Today is kind of a hodgepodge of content going over the week, going over a couple things as it relates to being dyslexic and going from there. So sit back and relax and enjoy this podcast and remember nothing is off the table. Wow, so here we are. Today I will be doing my podcast outside, so if you hear birds chirping, don't be alarmed. Um, so yeah, so weekend, you know, in this journey I'm doing 365 days worth of podcasting really to determine if that can create financial Security, You know, how cool would it be to have your own podcast and be able to be anywhere in the world and just kind of communicate and talk about things that are going on in your life as well as topics you like to cover. And I think for me today, um, you know, kind of going over a couple of things yesterday about the Weaker podcast, I really also wanted to follow up with some comments, too, to make sure that, you know, as it relates to whenever another thing that CCP has done is taken out. The ability for Uyghurs to travel and do hajj. So they cannot go to Saudi Arabia or go to Mecca. It's illegal. Um, They cannot go and travel outside of China as well. So that's one topic I really wanted to follow back up on just so people can get an understanding of what it takes. um, and what Not necessarily what it takes, but what, what people are going through there. I mean, can you imagine if you had a country telling you what you couldn't do religiously? You know, I can't even process it because I was born and raised in the United States of America. And I'm not saying it's perfect, but I'm saying that there is the opportunity to go to Saudi Arabia if you want to go to Mecca if you're Muslim. You know, there's aspects of that are, are real. But hopping into kind of the dyslexic topic of the day and what I wanted to talk about is within my Instagram and kind of with my own personal development, understanding how dyslexia is related to other things has really helped me and how sometimes whenever you're dyslexic, you know, you kind of have some conditioning there that you weren't necessarily ready for when you're put into the school system and maybe you're not thinking like everything else. So I have something on my Instagram page and this is a really good um, document called Six Tips to Becoming a Confident Self-Advocate. I think whenever you have dyslexia, first of all, you have to be confident within your skill set. And number two, you have to be willing to be a self-advocate. And when you're in self-advocate, you're focusing on, you know, what it is professionally that you're doing. Kind of if you're an entrepreneur, how do you stand up for your needs? And how do you how do you identify with clarity what your needs are? Because, you know, dysle- no two dyslexics I don't think are alike. And I think sometimes whenever you are... Experiencing different things with dyslexia, you have to be really willing to know what what types of situations you'll be in. And I think the first key to mastering yourself or mastering and becoming a self-advocate is being a master of your craft. You know, be so good at what you do that people create positions for you or you're creating companies for yourself. Whenever you hit this level of Success within your career. You know if you have dyslexia, it doesn't matter because what you bring to the table is so valuable. The next one is really identifying what technologies you need. You know, I think when whenever we live in this current state, um this current time period for being dyslexia is probably one of the best time periods because you know we have a lot of readily available technology. And when I say technology, you know I mean we're able to talk to our phones, we're able to have talk to text, you know, A really good software too if you're reading a speechify if you're in grad school or college you need books read really quickly speechify does that back when I was in grad school my laptop read to me which was good but it was so slow and I felt like I like I just felt like it was gonna take me forever and the next one is communication so understanding how to communicate your needs to your team if you're on a team and certain deadlines need to be hit And you have to communicate with your team, hey, I can only do so much. (laughs) Like, I can do this, this, and this really well, but if you have me write the paper, it's not going to be a good idea. Okay, and understanding that really is how you understand your strengths on your team. You know, understanding your strengths and how you align with your team. You know, how do you, what are you providing to your team that's so valuable? And are you finding alliances with people to help you if you do get in a jam you know have you created the relationships within your working environment to help you go through that process and then honestly like what you really need to do is sometimes reverse engineer a project you know determine how much time you're honestly going to need to take if you are going have to read and write and go through there and you're going to have to allocate the time you know i mean if it's it's just the reality of the situation You might want to be like, oh, no, I want to stay home and write Netflix. But it's like I want to stay home and watch Netflix or do something like that. But it's like you may have to put in an extra four hours than people without dyslexia daily on some of these projects, especially when I was in grad school. You know, the time and effort it took me was unreal. But I knew that I had enough time to do it. So you have to be really mindful of your time. And you always have to be willing to ask for help. You know, you can't be scared of judgment because, you know, you could be stuck in a situation where, you know, all you had to do is just ask for help and things could go a lot easier. Um, you know, and it's and it's something I do all the time. If I need help looking over an email, if I need help writing something, you know, I will take the extra effort and steps to make sure that I'm that I'm getting the help I need. And whenever you are going to start something new or be a part of a new team or even having an interview you know just being really mindful of what the expectations are what are they asking of you and how do your skill sets align with it you know I know sometimes it is scary to think about walking away from a job interview but you know a job interview you know is you're trying to find the right match like it's not just you sitting there being like, oh, I need a job. It's like, no, I need a job where I'm gonna excel. I need a job where the people are gonna help me and I need a job where the people are gonna support me. If you were working in a career type field, you know, this is what you have to think when you come to the table. Because you might be like, oh, I'm I'm interviewing with this really big company tomorrow, they're really well known. Well, guess what? They're not helping you on your career path. They're kind of just letting you linger in, in not really showing you the steps you might have possibly needed to get to that point where maybe you worked for a littler company and there was more support there to build you up and to take the time to make sure you get your needs met. I think whenever you're dyslexic, finding the right fit is really important if you're not an entrepreneur, if you are playing by the normal rules of I'm going to work for this person 9 to 5 or be in a salary mindset you really have to make sure that you can be comfortable enough to succeed, and that is really what it's all about, is not worrying about your dyslexia, not worrying about being judged, and not worrying about getting things in on time. It's You really have to put in the steps and procedures to do that, but you also want to be on a team where people are willing to go the extra step for you, but guess what? You have to go the extra step for them. It's mutual. And... And these things really help whenever you are establishing kind of a a path for success. I personally realized this whenever you know I thought I was gonna work in policy or do something along these lines, and then I realized how much people had to write. and I was like, I cannot write all day. I will not be happy. you know, and it's like you know doing a job is one is is important, but also your happiness. And the value of life is important as well. So long story short, I ended up having a job where I started cold calling. And I didn't, you know, I knew I'd rather be cold calling than writing. And it took me to get to that point to start doing it. And guess what? I was incredibly successful at it. And it really helped me leverage a lot of flexibilities within my career. Because I, I'm, I, I can do that, you know, whenever I... Whenever I am working or what I bring to the table is value through research and cold calling. And this is a technique that I've created and I've kind of done on my own to help with other people. So whenever you are establishing something like that, the first thing I did is I I mastered a craft. I mastered something so well that my level of flexibility is really high. And I'm appreciative of that, but you still have to put in the work and the time. And the next thing is really identifying technology. Like, I think if you can master your craft and identify what technologies you need, then you are going to be really set up for success. Now, if you are stuck in a career where you, an environment where you feel stuck and you have stress and pressure and you don't know what to do, then you really need to look inward and you really need to identify what about your job is stressing you out and what about your life do you want through to where you're not so focused on it you know I think sometimes within the United States it's just so easy to allow stress to rule our nervous systems and have the outcomes and and motivate us and you know you see it a lot with people and you see it a lot whenever they get in certain career environments so that's kind of my recap um for this podcast and I really just wanted to go into a little bit more detail about dyslexia it's something that i'm very passionate about so probably i'll have a show once a week or once a you know just once a week kind of going over it and talking about some different aspects of it and some different points so thank you for your time please like and follow and if there's anything you'd like me to cover please let me know